So this is my first ever guest. Um, ish, a very very good friend of mine. Um, and to be honest with you, I've tried to have him on for the last month, but it's been my fault. I've been too busy with with work, um, covering for a few people. Long story short, just just had to prioritize that. So thank you for joining me. Um, yeah, no, thank you for having me, man. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 act like this is the first time we yeah, recorded yeah. this. Yeah. So he's a bit pissed this is, off this is because not because one. I forgot my charger and my laptop was on eight <laughs> percent. But I appreciate you coming. Thank you. No man, thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. We've been trying to do this for a minute. Um, yeah, I got the got the message two hours ago. I was in my bed wearing my boxers, ready to go to sleep, and Ryan said, Come "Hey, on. let's do a podcast." And I was like, "You know what? Let's do it. Fuck it." So I'm here now. And yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to That's get it, into man. this. It's always, we're too busy on the weekends. Yeah, man. I mean, both of us are doing things. I mean, definitely, but you're just always so much more busier, man. Like, mm. you, you literally, like, it's, it's, it's hard to get a hold of you. You've made it in life, man. Relax. Don't forget about how, me. How did, we, <laughs> how, did <we> <laughs> first, how did we first meet? <sighs> when did we first cross paths? So we were in the same class in our foundation at university. Mm. And if you remember, we, you know, were sitting kind of on opposite tables and we made eye contact a few times, but we never spoke to each other. Right? I remember seeing you in a lecture hall. The first ever, the first ever me. instance yeah. that I kind of heard about you is when Guru, who was another friend of ours, came to me he told me that you said that I look like the Somali Tupac <laughs> that was my first ever hearing anything about you oh shit I forgot about that well, I, you know I'm what? pretty sure I said that to your face no no no, no. the first ever time I said it no 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 no, no. definitely not but was the, it not no but, if, but this t- when you did say it to me wow. you did say it to my face but um no, no, that was funny. No. I, 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 I think that's an accurate parallel. Like. Actually, you know what? That was... I think we did have a few conversations, like, actually in... I put you on the spot there, weren't it? <laughs> you weren't expecting that one. No, but I thought the first <laughs> ever time we properly, like, got got to talking... The first time we actually hung yeah, out was... Yeah. I don't know if you remember. With Grinder. What? The Grinder. Oh, I thought you meant the dating app. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Nah, nah. nah, yeah, the grinder. <laughs> That's not how we met, guys. Okay, not on yeah, the dating bro. app, but yeah, I, I basically this was in our That's funny, actually. very hedonistic um, phase in life, and we were both stoners at the time. Do you know what we were watching? Curling. Yeah. It was the Winter Olympics, mm-hmm. and we were. I remember, I remember. It was so high watching. Okay, okay, so to give a bit of context to the, to the listeners, yeah. I basically got Ryan's number because I knew he lived on campus next to me and I knew he smoked weed. So I got his number of Guru, which is another friend of ours, and I just hit him up and I asked him, Do you have a grinder? Or his papers or something? I think it was a grinder. Was it? Because I have some weed. This I have, I have papers. Day, I, I smoke weed. I, I can't papers. smoke weed. Yeah, anymore. no, fuck weed. I hate weed. I can't stand it, yeah. But I had papers, I had roach, I didn't have a grinder, so I said, do you have a grinder? If you have a grinder, you can, we can smoke up together. He was like, yeah, I got a grinder. So we linked up, we rolled a joint, 
smoked it up in this like uh, foresty area and Ryan was convinced that he could see a deer but I couldn't oh, see a deer fuck, yeah. and I was just sure that this guy was there actually sch- was a deer I was sure that you were schizophrenic at the time because there was no deer there was absolutely no deer there do you know what in, in my <laughs> mind yeah okay so I'll tell you what happened I was this is besides from the deer stuff yeah, yeah. where I was in my life mm. I was very like comfortable being alone mm. in fact i just was alone i was a, a loner and a stoner um and I, I loved it i was too comfortable Buzz. and you were the opposite of that as, as like in my mind you were the opposite of that mm. because you would just call me at like 9 p.m and be like yo i need papers and i've never even spoken to you before yo i need a grinder <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call I was like, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a WhatsApp I've, message. I've was a message. I remember you called me when you were outside and you were like, yeah, yeah, where are you? What, what's up? And I was like, yeah, alright, cool. So randomly you just appeared and you were just so casual, like, yo, let's go smoke a, That's smoke a joint. Um, so I was like, yeah, cool, fuck it, why not? And then we just got on. It was it was a bit strange. Yeah, no, definitely. So the, so the, after we, um, you know, um, found the entire toolkit to create this joint, we smoked it together and we went back to Ryan's room and we were watching the Paralympics for some reason on his TV. But he, know, he had a satellite. I was going to say, do you remember the satellite? Yeah, I do remember the satellite. I used to bootleg TV. He had a satellite, right? And just imagine that I've just smoked a zoo and I'm high as fuck and I'm sitting in his room watching the Paralympics and then I move to like grab something off the table and the TV starts making noise and it goes all fuzzy and he's like to me yo yo don't move don't move I was like what the fuck what do you mean don't move <laughs> he's like don't move you're gonna set the TV off I was like what so basically I had to sit completely still in his house while watching TV because any sort of movement interferes with the signal of the satellite <laughs> I can't <laughs> It was, it was the most bootleg it was the most bootleg setup I've seen in my life like you couldn't even raise your hand you couldn't even raise your hand because the entire TV would just switch off yeah man the waves <laughs> you just had to figure out the waves <laughs> I brought I don't even know what, how that made sense like <laughs> that made zero sense <laughs> you came to uni a little bit late yeah no because I was living in Bristol but in my uncle's house for the first half so from september till january mm. i was living in bristol but in the hood in bristol and so, I was, so i was on the yeah. 14th floor in like the tower block in like the proper hood in bristol i remember you didn't yeah. even come into uni i did come into uni but i didn't stay around because after the lectures i just go straight home but when i was on campus after the lectures i go to my campus i might come to the gym mm. no i never went to the gym really let's be honest but <laughs> I, might, I might come out to the SU. No, you came to the gym once with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was doing the calf raises. And he's like, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> bro, that's still, yeah, yeah. Bro, that course, yeah. um, everyone had a backstory. Everyone had a backstory. 100%, man. We were, I mean, we are on a foundation course in probably the druggiest uni the worst uni I think is ranked like 170 or something yeah so everyone so it's ranked 170 but also we were on the foundation yeah year zero <laughs> so everyone on that on that course either fucked up massively in life or had a particular reason that they were there everyone mm-hmm. had a story you either had a story or 
to be politically correct, I'm not going to say that word, but you were either had a story or you had maybe some sort of hmm. uh, mental deficiency. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because there was no other reason why oh, you, yeah. why you yeah, would be in year zero at UE. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, long story short, that meant that we had a bunch of characters on our course. It was funny, man. It was very, very funny. It yeah. was jokes. It was massively uh, character building as well, I think. Because mm. you had you had so many characters, man. It's taken eight. Azar, Guru, Shaq. Oh, Do you remember Shaq? Do you know what Shaq's doing now? What's he doing now? He's a, he's a lawyer. No way. He's studying law. I think he's done like, a, a master's or something. I'm proud of him, man. But yeah, Shaq, yeah, was, Shaq, Shaq was the biggest character I've met in my life. So funny. Like you can't even you don't you even know half of it because the amount of times that yeah the amount of times that I spent with Guru Azar and Shaq. And yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Shaq was a funny character. Like, I can't like he was the funniest guy, man. So I had my. His group. energy was just consistent all the time. Like it was just always ready to make you laugh or. Challenge. He was naturally very very funny. Yeah yeah. But I had my group and I I know you were with those guys quite a lot. Mm. But then we used to have our weird like just. Because we lived very close. Um, so we just like, yeah, link up, smoke a, smoke a joint. That's what we did. I, at the time, didn't want to be drinking. I yeah. did a couple of times, but because of my medication, my chemo, mm. all of that stuff. And I was like, what, 18, 19? So I was naturally a little bit rebellious. I wanted to do something. Yeah. I didn't just want to be fucking sober in my room. And I convinced myself smoking weed's okay. Like, mm. But... I'm actually smoking skunk in Bristol. Like, that's yeah. not weed, is it? Um, yeah. But in my mind, it was justified. Like, I can just do this instead of drinking and lay low and still still go to the library, go to the gym, get my shit done and sort of, like, have something to do. Um, yeah, man. So I've, I've basically done eight episodes explaining how yeah. I got into Bristol. Okay. How I was there. I don't want to jump straight into it, but yeah. if you want to give a little bit of a little bit of a background as to how you, what happened with your A levels. So why I was also in Bristol. Yeah. Um, how did you drop out of? Yeah, so I think at the, so with my A levels, I didn't really have a complete academic track record. So I've done my GCSEs. I got good GCSEs. By the way, for reference, yeah, I think you are one of the most capable, right, well, naturally thank you, thank very, you. very stop, bright stop, people. Stop, 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 stop. Thank you. Nah, no, genuinely, but I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Cool, but yeah, like I had a decent GCSEs, not the best GCSEs, like mm. six Bs, three Cs, you know, uh, all passes, right? Did you revise? Uh, yeah, I revised. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't believe it God. no I definitely revised I didn't do a lot of revision but I did definitely revise about that um, but yeah in college uh, I was kind of like yeah man like not in the most stable place I was going down certain bad paths um, I went to a sixth form and I definitely had the opportunity to excel in the studies I was doing I was doing maths biology and chemistry Mm. I got A in my maths, I got C in biology, but I got a U in chemistry. And I still remember the chemistry exam. I, like, a month prior or two weeks prior to the exams, 
I, I done a mock paper and I got a U in biology and a U in chemistry. So I was like, which one should I dedicate my time to learning? So I chose biology and I was just like, okay, I've flunked chemistry. I know I don't have time to revise it. Mm. I'm going to fail it. So I revised biology, put a lot of work in, finished the CGP book, managed to get a C. And I remember my chemistry exam, I didn't even answer 50% of the questions. And I'd, I finished the paper like in 20 minutes and at the end, I wrote like a little note to the examiner. I was like, listen, man, look, I know I haven't really performed well on this test, but allow me in it. Really? <laughs> so I was like, allow me, man, like, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy, like, I'm smart, I can do this. <laughs> I put a little smiley face as well. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to yeah, get no wonder you ended up I tried, in to, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to go for the emotional uh, appeal route. Yeah. But yeah, I still got you. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. You know, he, he, he didn't receive my message well. It seems, but yeah. So, so after that, you know, A, a C, and a U, you can still bounce back from that in A two. Mm. But in A two, there was quite a few complications with like family, and um, I was not in my house at the time. Got kicked out, so I was living at one of my best friend's house for a month and a half, mm. and um, it was quite difficult to keep up going to college whilst figuring out my living situation. I was going to like meetings with the council trying to find a hostel, all this stuff. And my attendance was very low. So I was at like 5% attendance. And then the college just turned around and they said to me, your attendance is too low, mm. uh, we can't keep you. Really? Yeah, so then they kicked me out. So I basically was college-less in A2. Um, and then I kind of entered myself for private maths exams. Just was like, you know what, I'm either oh, finish wow. one A-level. Yeah. So I managed to finish my maths A-level. But that's the only A-level I got, really. So I had one A-level, and I'm calling on clearing. Like, yo, I got a maths A-level. To try and get into uni off yeah. of one. Yeah. So right. how did you learn that you could do a foundation year, pass that, and get onto a degree? I figured it out on clearing day, man. I was just calling everywhere, and, you know, yeah. seeing what options are available. And I called UE, and they said, we can't admit you into our undergraduate course, but you can do a foundation year which could lead right. into a, uh, well, it was like a four-year course, like foundation year, then three years of accounting and finance. So you you only missed a year, technically, because you had to do a foundation course on like the traditional I missed that, going uh, from uh, ASA2 like, to the first year. Uh, I missed two years because the first year I didn't do my A2 at all. And in the second year... Oh, okay, I, and then you applied yourself yeah, for A2 yeah, maths. Yeah. Okay, I see. I mean, that's a lot to go through as a, what, 16, 17-year-old? I mean, at the time, it feels like a lot, but looking back on it now, it wasn't a lot. It was actually quite simple and it was a very direct route to, you know, um, achieve and to be good and to... Yeah, but in, in terms of... At the time, definitely. Out, yeah, 100%, but even still, even given all that, at the time, it feels like a lot. Like, at the time, I remember mm. the first day I moved into this hostel, and I'm sitting there and then I get my key and the social worker leaves the room and I close the door and I'm there like, what the fuck? Like, what does this mean? It's yeah. like, do I ever see my family again? Like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? It was very weird and confusing and it was very intense. But um, I kind of compare it to like GCSEs versus A-levels. When you're going through GCSEs, you feel like it's the hardest thing on earth. Like, how the fuck am I going to complete this? Then you go into A-levels, and you're like, GCC is, is a piece of piss. Mm. I could do that 10 times over. Do you get me? 
then you go into uni and you're like A levels were calm actually but at the time everything feels like the hardest thing ever so at the time that I was going through that it felt like the most yeah. terrible thing the hardest thing but I mean it was definitely a challenge but it was character building too man and yeah in hindsight yeah in hindsight for sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but it's just like kind of finding that meaning within the situation while it's happening it's very difficult because it's clouded by emotions and all of that stuff but so when you did get into to UWE, um on that foundation mm. the foundation year were you like fresh start new city start from scratch to be honest with you I know I, I kind of know the answer to this mm. but I want to know from your perspective Yes and no. It, it was definitely like a, a, a massive fresh start because it was my first time ever, aside from being in a hostel, actually moving away from home whilst I still have like good relations with my family so I can go back see them and whatnot. But actually, it was like my first step into independence. But on the same hand as well, at that time, I was just way too kind of lost in smoking weed to be honest man mm. I was way too lost in it like I, it was a massive escapism for me so I didn't even really realise my current situation most of the time so even though it was a fresh start wow, it, it yeah. didn't feel like a fresh start because there was always this consistent thing of smoking weed and it stemmed from a place of wanting to escape a current situation that was painful at the time so being 16 being 15 and not wanting to think about the things that I have to confront and just smoking weed with my friends and playing PlayStation, I don't have to think about it. So I kind of continued that consistently all the way through mm. uni. So even though uni was a fresh start, it was also not at the same time because I was still in that, you know, kind of phase of trying to escape, trying to forget about the things I have to confront, you know. So, yeah, it was and it wasn't. Yeah, there are quite a few things I I want to go into off the back of that. But I think there's there's an elephant in the room mm. we're not talking about. Yeah. And I want to save that for the next one. Okay. I say we do, sure. we do another episode yeah. where we specifically talk about that. But for you to have, uh, yeah, man, got kicked out of your place, only missed out on a year get mm. yourself back into education mm. um, I mean I know a lot more I know what's happened in the last four or five years yeah. following that I think you're you've consistently shown when things are when things don't fall in place for you you have a very very strange ability it's it's resilience but it's also complete intelligence and I, I don't know how you do it you've done it like time and time again yeah. where you've got yourself right back in and I think this is the first example where you get kicked out of your place you get kicked out of college and then somehow you get yourself back in you get yourself I mean there's a, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a level there's a this foundation yeah. thank you for that bro I appreciate that but there's also a context as well that I'm not really talking not really pretty honest about like to be honest with you like even though I got kicked out for reasons that are you know not entirely fair 
on the same hand as well, I was a bit of a bastard kid. Mm. Like I was actually a bad kid as well. Like I definitely deserved a lot of things that happened, for sure. And in terms of the resilience, I had the best role models growing up and still do. Like my family have taught me so much in terms of how to behave, how to react, how to deal with adversity. So it's less so just like me being this naturally resilient character. It's more so having the environment, well, taking accountability for sure, but also just having an environment that cultivates that kind of mindset and that's thanks to my mum, my dad, my brother, my sister. Like, it's, it's my family that taught me that really and truly. So, yeah. Wow. There, there is a certain level of context that I think it, it is relevant. Because to be honest with you, yeah, like, I don't know how I would have dealt with certain things had I not had the dad that I have, had I not had the mum that I have. Like, my mum is definitely the strongest woman I've met in my life. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, she has a job and as in like just like a job that she set herself not like a job in uh, yeah, yeah but she has a job and she knows what her job is and she does it no matter what no matter what and i've seen it time in like day in day out like no matter what's going on in the external she makes sure that she is a mother and she provides do you get what i'm saying so kind of seeing somebody subscribe to a role with a unparalleled level of dedication and passion has taught me that you can't give up it doesn't matter how shit things may seem mm. you can't because you, you got you got a job to do you know what I mean so yeah man I love that just had to say that it's thanks to my parents yeah. and their family now we're gonna big get ups, onto, big ups. onto the second episode now I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that cool